Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. I'm David Mills. Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. And uh, we're going to do something a little different today. We're sitting around. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite guy movies. And so I asked uh, uh, Fresh and Sunshine and Thor and Hops uh, to be here. Leaders of Alpha Bravo, Charlie, uh, Delta. Uh, Fresh couldn't make it, but he sent us his movie. So I'll, I'll tell you guys what he picked. But anyway, uh, we're sitting around here on my back porch eating some popcorn and having some beverages, I'm just going to uh, give you guys what we consider to be the Men's Alliance top guy movies. All right, starting us off uh, with his top pick is Ray Wagman, call sign Thor, and uh, leader of Charlie Tribe. All right, Thor, give us your top guy movie <laughs> and, and guy movie overview, if you will. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Goose. Um, yeah, just to set the stage, I was really excited when when Goose shared this idea of sharing our top guy movies. And when I look at the movies that Hollywood is putting out right now, so many of the men who are portrayed in those movies are self-centered men with no moral compass whatsoever and are often just plain boobs. So if you think about the guys from Dumb and Dumber or a Ron Burgundy or Homer Simpson, that's the man that uh, is being portrayed in, in so many movies today. So I thought it was a great idea just to think through some of our favorite um men's movies and uh and talk about them so so my number one pick is hacksaw ridge awesome movie uh, yeah especially because the main character is is from virginia i think that really really plays well so but one of the things i love about this movie is the fact that it's based on a real story yeah. always always appreciate those movies a little bit more and this private desmond doss uh, stays grounded in his faith and his devotion to God, even when he's faced with opposition from really from all sides. Uh, when he's harassed in the military by his superior officers or even beaten um, by his peers, uh, or even when it's suggested that he takes an easy way out by his his fiance. He always took the high road um, and stayed true to what uh, what he was devoted to. So um, he was definitely a common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. And that plays itself out very well in the movie. Man, great movie. All right. Sunshine. Hit us, hit us with one of your favorite guy movies and why. Uh, so I've, I was thinking about it for the past 
uh, week, and I am not a huge movie lover myself. I don't spend a lot of time watching movies, but uh, if I had to pick my favorite movie, uh, it would have to be Remember the Titans. I just, uh, it's a great story uh, based on a true story. Uh, T.C. Williams High School, I'm a huge high school football fan, so cool. anything that involves football, especially high school football, uh, I'm going to be all about. But at the time, uh, in that school, there was uh, racial integration, uh, and there was a lot of protests going on. There was a lot of hatred. And um, throughout the season, uh, the, the coach, the head coach of the team, uh, Herman Boone, who's played by Denzel Washington, who gives several epic speeches throughout the movie uh, to the team. Uh, he and Coach Yost, who was the assistant, took the took the team to Gettysburg uh, for their for their camp uh, for the preseason training camp. And uh, team overcame uh, a lot of the obstacles that they had that they struggled with through the through the racial divide and uh, came together as a team. Which uh, one of those speeches that he gave was at the battlefield after a long jog yep. through the woods at like 4.30 in the morning with the team, uh, jogged them to the to the battlefield and talked about the blood that was shed on the battlefield um, and, and, you know, coming together uh, as a team. But uh, throughout the movie, there's so many moments, but there's so many leaders within the movie. You got Denzel Washington, uh, who played Herman Boone. You got Coach Yost. Uh, you've got Gary Bertier, who played linebacker, and Julius Campbell, who also played linebacker. And there's just so many, so many guys who stepped up and led by example in the movie. And most of it were situations that involved, uh, you know, family members um, that they had to face tough situations in. Um, and a lot of them, you know, tested all their integrity or tested several of their integrity and several of them in the movie, you know the plot lose friends uh lifelong friends and things like that to pursue what was right and what was good uh and in the end uh, they end up winning the winning the state championship that year um and it goes on to talk about afterwards what the guys uh you know were able to accomplish afterwards and things like that and but uh just absolutely love the movie there's so much to to integrity uh to what's staying uh you know staying it's a really clean movie too. It's like a good family movie. Yeah. And it, it teaches so many moral lessons, I feel. Right? Yep. There's like all kinds of lessons both on and off the field. It's a good father son movie. And I also like um, the parallel between that movie and Men's Alliance because during the movie those those men, those <laughs> high school students are doing hard things together. Yeah. So, and, right. and through that um, adversity, their bonds grow close. Yeah, that movie is like a great uh, illustration of how men bond, right? Like they take a bunch of guys who don't know each other and don't like each other. Yep. And you make them uh, run around and carry logs and sandbags for two weeks and they're all best friends. Uh, why is that? Nobody knows. It's just how it is. That's, that's right. how we bond, right? That's, that's a good... Uh, point there Thor all right hops chief give us your guy movie so <clears throat> one of my movies was going to be uh miracle which is based on oh yeah 1980s Perfect. olympics at the height of the cold war and russians were unbeatable what team do you play for <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> over over. <Yeah>. again <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, I changed path and um, and was and wanted to talk about Unbroken. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's you know it's it's got a you know follow up movie Unbroken uh, Path to Redemption. Um, Unbroken uh, really touched me because you know this this guy he gets shot down in World War II. Prior to being in World War II, he he uh, he's an Olympic champion at a very um, controversial time, you know, to, to go over and even compete. But uh, he, he's an underdog the whole movie. Um, and he's, he had a bad start in life. And he becomes an Olympic champion. Then he gets gets to go to World War II, gets shot down. He's in the ocean. I can't remember how many days he survives in the ocean, but it's a ridiculous uh, survival story. And just when he's in the ocean and finally being rescued, you're like, oh, my gosh, this, you're already totally exhausted watching it. Like how, how can he have survived all this with the sharks and, 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 you know, it's incredible to watch and it's just the beginning of the movie. Um, The, the, you know, who who rescues him? Uh, Japanese. So he goes to a POW camp. Um, They torture the heck out of him uh, repeatedly. And he's, he's the only guy, you know, that, that stands triumphant really, you know, from a, from the standpoint of being beaten as much as he did, because he, he represented uh, strength uh, of all the troops that were captured. He represented strength. So they made an example out of him and beat the heck out of him. Uh, Really just evil stuff. And uh, yeah, it's name unbroken for a reason. He, he stands triumphant at the end of the movie uh, unbroken. Um, but really it's, it's kind of funny because he was broken. He, he, he did not let them break his spirit. That's, it's a, that's a great point of the movie that they couldn't break his spirit, but he was broken. He had serious PSTD or or PTSD before, uh, it was even a thing. Right. Uh, so I, to be honest, I never watched the sequel, uh, unbroken path to redemption until just recently. I've been really wanting to watch it. So you haven't read the book. No. Oh, oh no. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that movie, Unbroken, left out the best part of the story, uh, as you now know, since you've seen the second one. So, right? I, I'll definitely read the book then. Um, but so I, I've been I've been wanting to watch the sequel, and I, I finally watched that. And that that's even better because, you know, in the first movie, when he's in the raft, he, he makes a pledge to God that he'll give his life to God if he'll only get him through all of this. Yeah. And he, I think he forgot that once he got rescued because he went down a, a path and, you know, n- no fault to him. This it, Louis Samperini is his name. It, it's a real, it's based on a real story. Um, it, he, it's totally justifiable that he was going through all these things with all the trauma that he went through. Um, but he fell into alcoholism and, and very, um, you know, bad behavior after the war. And, um, and he finally... Uh, after his wife is going to leave him, uh, he finally gets drugged to, uh, you know, when, when Billy Graham did the, the tent revivals yep. uh, out in Los Angeles, uh, he, he goes into this tent and I think he shows up a couple times before he, before he uh, admits that he needs somebody other than himself. But uh, finally he, he falls down before the Lord and gives himself to the Lord like he promised he was going to in the middle of the ocean with the sharks around him. That story, I'm glad you picked that one to tell our listeners about because such an amazing story. 
if you have never seen Unbroken or read the book, you, you definitely got to add that to your list. Great and, one. And he forgives his his captors. Yeah, it's a story of forgiveness. Yeah. Redemption. Awesome. All right. So um, my one of my two that I'm going to talk about today is October Sky. October Sky is a true story. Uh, West Virginia uh, mining town. So one of the things I love about October Sky is um, I watched it with my boys. I watched it with Luke and Braden. And uh, I kind of made them watch it with me because it's not one of these newer movies with a good trailer. So they didn't understand that it was going to be good. They're like, eh, this looks kind of... And I'm like, sit down, you're watching it. By the end of this movie, we're all three in tears. (laughs) And they're like, this is one of the greatest movies ever, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And so if you've never seen October Sky, I picked this one to talk to you guys about today. Because maybe... Uh, maybe you haven't seen it. I don't want to tell you about one that maybe is not on your radar. October Sky is a phenomenal true story. It's a father-son movie um, about just overcoming uh, whatever your family system that maybe you've grown up in and you're coming from and you feel called to do something different and to kind of break out of that mold and um, how to do that. And so I think it's a really cool story um, and it's a great one to watch with your kids. It's a really clean one. Um, so check out October sky. All right. Now I'm going to tell you cause fresh, uh, is not here. Fresh is Jeff Fanata. He, by the way, puts the uh, podcast together every single week. He's the guy that, that makes these podcasts happen no matter who's recorded it. So, uh, big thanks, uh, to fresh for doing that for our podcast. And so fresh couldn't be here. He's working right now, but, uh, his movie, his guy movie that he wants to recommend is 300. And um, I, I loved hearing, reading his explanation on why he picked 300, right? Uh, and this is so true to Men's Alliance, right? 300 shows um, how big of an impact and what kind of difference a small group of men can make. What more do you need, period, right? Um I'm a huge fan of the book, Gates of Fire. Um, If you haven't read Gates of Fire, I highly recommend it. It's one of my top 10 favorite books of all time. It's a, uh, it tells the story of the Battle of Thermopylae, just like the movie 300 does. Uh, The book is a little more accurate. Uh, But, you know, if you're not familiar with that story, it's about just a small band of guys, 300, not the entire army uh, that went out to stop what was the largest land military force in history at that time. Um, And so it's just a cool guy movie, a lot of good action and fighting and shows the difference that a small group of men when they work together can make. And the other thing that fresh liked about this movie is there's a scene um, where there's a, there's a guy who's kind of an outcast and a misfit and he's trying to join their group. And he's not fit for it. And he's not qualified for it. And they shun him. And they they uh, don't let him join. And <clears throat> Fresh's uh, comments on that scene were really interesting. He said, you know, they were right to not allow him to join their ranks because he was unfit. He couldn't physically do what they all needed to be done. But they failed by not finding another mission for him. Yeah. 
I do think in that in that movie they gave him the opportunity to um, I think you know pull the bodies off the battlefield or okay. or, or tend to um, the wounded, and he made he made the choice. Oh, okay, and okay. If, and if you remember, he goes to King Xerxes. Yeah, that's right. He and he becomes the traitor. Yeah, he goes and, seeking and so, recognition from the enemy. Yes. Yeah, so they so they they gave him an opportunity. Okay, so I don't remember that part. So maybe he had just like too much pride or something. He was like, if I can't be in the yeah. army, I don't want to do anything. Right, right. So, and I think that that speaks to finding finding your place. We're all built a little different. Yep, yep. We all have um, different talents that God can use. Totally. And so not being too proud to use those talents that God has given you. So 300, this is Fresh's recommendation. Uh, not a good father-son movie. Uh, this was definitely rated R. I have to say this. I've gotten in big trouble before. I've recommended movies, and then guys go watch them with their family, and they're like, Goose said this was a good movie, and it has the F word. So I've, like, learned to reel this back. And, like, so, you know, if you're listening to this and we're recommending a movie, you still need to check it out for yourself and make sure um, – whether or not you want to watch it with your family based on, um, you know, what kind of movies you guys like and uh, let you use your own judgment there. All right. Thor, give us another one. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> I'm sure most of you know what movie I'm talking about from that quote, the movie Taken where Liam Neeson's character takes his role as protector of the family to a whole new level. Um, he gives an entirely new meaning to uh, faithfulness to family when his daughter is, is kidnapped by the mob. And that quote kind of sets the stage for the entire movie and him uh, pursuing them to get his daughter back. And it makes me, it makes me ask, um, you know, what if we as men were that relentless? And I think that's mm. what he was throughout the entire movie. He was Good re word. relentless. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, you could say rescuing or protecting or leading our family from the traps of this world. So... Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we were even half that relentless about anything that matters? Yeah, it's just uh, it's uh, it's an incredible movie, and he just he just doesn't stop. He's on this one mission. He doesn't let anything get in his way uh, until he um, until he finds and rescues his daughter. Great movie. All right, all right. Over to you, Hops. Give us your second one. Second one is Gladiator. <clears throat> Classic. So, 
I think everybody knows that movie. I uh, bet if you're listening to this podcast, you were thinking, <laughs> are they going to say Gladiator? They better say Gladiator. Yeah, the ultimate guys movie. That's it. So I, I love that movie because uh, General Maximus uh, Meridius, he's such an incredible warrior. He's the, he's the, He's the type of leader that uh, you know. He's in the battle right with his men. He's not. He's not sitting back on horseback waiting for his men to leading by example. Leading by example. He, he's. He's. Um, you know. I. <clears throat> I come from a military background and and going into the corporate world. I can tell you that followed me where I really had a hard time following leaders that I knew didn't have my back. And um, that's why this movie appealed to me so much because Gladiator uh, speaks to a true leader, a, a true leader that men will follow and, um, and get behind, you know, I, so, so the great part of General Maximus is he, he goes from, he goes from almost being emperor to uh, being a slave and, and having a, fight uh lions and and really he rebels and everybody under him sees his leadership right down to being a slave and uh he, he ends up uh it, well if, if if you haven't seen the movie you'll you'll see it and then how he how he dies but it, he's just an, a phenomenal leader and uh and really it's just a a badass man's movie it is the best it's probably the greatest ever um, I think we all wanted to say Gladiator. Um, one of my favorite things about Gladiator movie is um, it shows that a leader leads no matter where you put him. Yeah. Like when this guy was leading the the Roman army, he was a leader. When he was a slave, he was a leader. Right. When he was a gladiator, he was a leader. And he didn't want the title. Right. That's right. So it was it was going to be thrust upon him. That's right. He's like, no, I want to go back to my farm. That's right. He couldn't he couldn't not lead. Right. I love I love that. And uh, it definitely speaks to a theme that is near and dear to my heart. Of You can't control your circumstances, but you can control how you react to it. Right. You can control your attitude. And, uh, you know, he had a bunch of bad stuff happen to him, but he just kept. rising to the top everywhere they put him. Great movie. Awesome. All right, so my second one um, for you guys is The Book of Eli. So I wanted to think of, uh, you know, two of my favorite guy movies, but, you know, I didn't want to say Braveheart and Saving Private Ryan uh, because um, if you've got a pulse, you've seen those movies. So I was trying to give... um, you guys, maybe something that perhaps either you haven't seen or you haven't seen in a while. Book of Eli is one of those movies that I've probably seen about five or six times. Every time I see it, it's better. Um, if you don't, I'm not going to spoil this, but it is a movie with an incredibly awesome twist ending. And so, as you know, with like any movie with a big twist, when you see it that second time, you start picking up on things you didn't see the first time. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did I not notice this and this and this? Um, so it's a fun movie to rewatch over and over. What, what's your thought on that? What, yeah, one of the things that I love about this movie uh, from a man's perspective is, you know, the main character has a mission. 
he has a cause. He is, um, yeah. he's on this journey and it's something he's willing to die for. And I yep. think that, uh, that passion, um, that again, a cause to die for, yep. if you will, is something that, that all men need or seek out. Plus I love post-apocalyptic stories, uh, like the road, mm-hmm. the road by Cormac McCarthy, great book, great movie. Um, I love stuff that's set in a post-apocalyptic time where the whole world is, you know, melted down and there's just a, a remnant of survivors. And this is one of those movies, uh, it's post-apocalyptic, um, and you know, there's like no, <clears throat> no more electricity, no more running water. And, um, and there's very few people left alive that remember, uh, what life was like before. And, uh, it's Denzel Washington and, uh, he's got a Bible with him. And the whole plot of the movie is he's carrying a Bible and it's the last Bible, uh, perhaps on earth and he's guarding it and he's taking care of it. And he's the hero of the story. And there's a bad guy played by Gary Oldman. And, uh, and he's, he understands the power that evil men can gain from misusing the Bible. So there's some really cool themes going on there. And there's a line in there where he's telling a guy that doesn't understand why he wants the Bible so much. And he's saying the words in this book are so powerful. If you have this book, you can use these words to get people to do anything. And like during that scene in the movie, like I'm always thinking about like these these, uh, you know, throughout history, these different, um, you know, crooked televangelists, right, that get people to send them their money and stuff because they understand how this book can persuade the masses. And so it's got that element in the movie. And of course, Denzel being just Denzel, he's not going to let this guy have the book. So you've got like, it's almost like a Christian superhero post-apocalyptic story with an epic twist. Exactly. So it's a good guy movie. Check it out if you haven't. That wraps up, you know, so Fresh and Sunshine gave us one each. They gave us the movie 300 and Remember the Titans. Thor, what were your two again? Uh, Taken and Hacksaw Ridge. Taken and Hacksaw Ridge. Hops gave us. Unbroken and Gladiator. All right, and I gave you guys October Sky and The Book of Eli. But as you can imagine, it's hard to, you know, I asked everybody to kind of pick one or two. Um, we thought we'd just throw you a couple of our honorable mentions. So we're not going to go in depth on any of these, but we just couldn't uh, help ourselves but mention them. What do you got? Thor? Yeah, so some of these are those movies that automatically come to mind. But uh, on my list, Braveheart, Saving Private Ryan, Platoon, uh, Argo. Argo is the best movie that you know the ending to. Argo <laughs> is an edge-of-the-seat thriller, didn't it? It won the Academy Award it did. Uh, it that did. year that it came out. Uh, Gran Torino. Gran Torino has got to be one of my favorites. Uh, uh, uh 300, we talked about Gladiator, American Sniper, yeah, um, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption's got to be on anybody's list. I have three boys, and <laughs> I don't care what we're doing. If that comes up on yeah. TV, we're all we're yeah. all watching it. Awesome. Yeah, so some of mine that we didn't talk about, uh, I'm a big fan of The Revenant, Zero Dark Thirty, Apocalypto, 
you haven't seen Apocalypto, you definitely owe it to yourself to watch that movie. Get your drinks and your popcorn before that movie starts. Because when it starts, you're not moving for two hours. It is edge of the seat the entire time. Action-packed, uh, great movie. Um, I'm also a big fan, you know, everything that we've already said, but I'm also a big fan of Tombstone, uh, Dead Poet Society, Last of the Mohicans, Empire of the Sun, and True Grit, the new one. So, you got any uh, honorable mentions, Hops? So, Thor mentioned a lot of mine. Shaw, Shawshank Redemption was definitely top of mind. Men of Honor, um, uh, The Patriot, Braveheart. But uh, Miracle, you know, I, I had a hard time kicking that one out, especially because I'm old enough that I watched that with my father. And I was excited without realizing how big of a deal that was. That's and, a great, great movie that every father-son should watch. Unbelievable. Yeah. And it wasn't even close at the end, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it, great, great story. Um, anyway, those are my Cool. You know, I just want to close up with something that Thor was saying at the very beginning, right? movies tell stories. The stories that we tell our families about men are important and, um, and they can frame or help frame, um, how we think men ought to respond during difficult times. Right. So, um, in order to make a, a, a story, in order to make a narrative, you have to have a conflict. You have to have a hard time. Something bad has to happen. There has to be something to overcome or some sort of setback or some sort of trial. Um, that's how every story is written. And, um, I think the ones we've listed today are ones where the men, um, come through. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, guys, this was fun. I enjoyed recording this, uh, very different. Usually we try to keep like five to 10 minute devotional podcast and we thought we'd just do something different and just talk about our favorite movies. And it went a little long, but I think it was worth it. Hey, one last thing. We just created a poll for you to go in and vote on which one of our favorite movies you like best. So check out the poll and vote and let us hear from you. Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon. That is one, like Pretty Woman is, I wouldn't put on it as uh, greatest man's movie. But if you think about the story of redemption mm-hmm. for him, mm-hmm. um, it, I think You're it really, recording, right? it, okay. yeah, 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 that's good. It, it, it speaks to the fact that he wanted a relationship with her and, and the only way that she would do it was if he gave her a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So I think you can relate it to Christianity. Like you can't just, well, I'll give you this part of my life, but not that yeah, part yeah. of my yep. life. Man, you need to it, do a devotion it, called it. Pretty Woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, that's, uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll,